Welcome back to Late Game Heroics. Uh, the spaceship is not completely full today. We're a two-man, two-man spaceship right now. Uh, third seat is empty. Uh, maybe he'll jump on later. We'll see. Joey, how you doing? Doing good, man. How you doing? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Oh, wanted to come back on and kind of just kind of touch base, man. It right now we're. Uh, we kind of got caught up in the Lakers Nuggets games. Right now, as we, as this recording, it's game two. The Nuggets up by what four right now in the fourth quarter. It's been a pretty interesting game. Um, do you have any takeaways from kind of either the the Western Conference uh, Finals right now or the Eastern Conference Finals last night, where you know Jimmy buckets reared his reared his head? I, th- I would think we've seen enough of history that says like game one doesn't decide a series and I think with the fact that both of them being close you can't lean a certain way of like a guarantee But we all know why we're here. (laughs) The Eastern Eastern Finals of the NHL. (laughs) Florida Florida Panthers, Carolina Hurricanes going into overtime. That is wild. That that has to be the most stressful uh, the most stressful uh, playoff atmosphere is just hockey it's just it's one or two points and that's it you know the the crazy thing about these playoffs with the last four teams Las Vegas Dallas Carolina Florida all like you could call them southern teams mm-hmm. that, that normally doesn't happen okay That, that that's a league that people are buying into the franchises trying to grow the game yeah same same way as hopefully the WNBA that is a good point uh, and that's a very nice segue um seems to be as uh as initial cuts are starting to happen for these WNBA teams man it's really looking like there's a problem with either the amount of players on the roster need to increase or there needs to be like two more teams because the cuts that I've seen the last the last week have been just insane. They've been insane. There's all these first round picks and legit blue chip players just all getting cut. Just and it's the, it's there's the no place for them. The first overall pick two years ago cut gone that's and I, so, I understand I mean, go ahead I was, just gonna, I was just gonna give context like there are 12 teams in the WNBA yeah there that's now they're gonna that, add that Canada team so it'll be 13 teams uh, but that that that's a that's a college football conference yeah yeah. There's too much talent that Way it can't be much. spread around to what three more teams each division as a you, start? You would think so, but I think the other problem is I think there's a reluctance to grow too fast because every time it seems like you go under any WNBA article there's just all these fucking nasty comments that I just hate. You know, who's watching this? Who's, you know? 
and when you when you see messages like that all the time, you kind of get a little averse to expanding because you don't want to you want you don't want to think that there's a fan base out there and then find out oh you ain't got no fan base. You know, you don't have a fan base you thought you had. Now, the game is getting better. Uh, well, the the fan base is getting better, and it is growing. Yeah, we we, we saw that with the March Madness. Yeah, we, we started with March Madness. I think. But my question is, if what happens if all those girls that were just in the March Madness tournament, they go to the WNBA and because there's no spots for them, they all get cut? Yeah, I mean, that, that's wasted revenue. That's wasted talent. And then where are these girls at? They're back overseas. Yeah, they're overseas or they're just selling insurance. nobody wants that nobody nobody wants that you know these are these are world-class athletes you know you want you want world-class athletes to play and to be able to to play in their game you know i mean like when i was a little kid growing up like just playing basketball in the driveway i'm like I'm i'm gonna make it to the nba i'm gonna be a professional like i don't wanna like tell my little daughter like yeah, don't don't worry about it. There's nothing there. I do I do think that uh, there needs to be a roster expansion. I think the roster, the current rosters, I think are ten or eleven. And I think if the rosters got expanded to fifteen, I know I was seeing because uh, I live I live in the D.C. area and I'm seeing a lot of the uh, the Mystics players, uh, past, present, and future, talking about how the rosters do need to be expanded a little bit um, to accommodate the, to accommodate all this. Now, the sad part is they just had, they just did their CBA not too long ago. They just did a collective bargaining agreement. So now, does that mean that they have to go back and redo, you know, they have to wait until the collective bargaining agreement expires or they have to do something to, you know, to force it back open? One thing I, I should have looked, looked at more I know the NBA is a big, big influence on WNBA. Is the NBA involved in their negotiations? Or are they just like a, a like a backseat driver? That is a good question. I would have to ask. I would have to ask my, you know, some of the people that are really involved in in the the day-to-day things of uh the w like all the background stuff i don't know whether the, whether the nba really were helping them i don't think they were i like what it sounded like to me is like the nba and like uh when it wasn't candace parker when it was a uh, was it lisa leslie on the, on the shop yeah yeah. With Draymond. Yeah, that was Lisa Leslie. And they're like, uh, NBA player, like the NBA needs to do more for the, and Draymond's like, no, no, no. Like, we're at the games. We donate. Don't put it on the players. Which I thought was kind of fucked because historically speaking, NBA players just started making money in the last 30 years. Historically yeah. speaking. It wasn't until what it's Magic Bird and then Jordan comes and then boom. So don't, you know, just because you guys have got it good, don't don't forget the you ain't too far from the where, you know, the WNBA <laughs> was at, at a certain point. Yeah, they were losing for like. There's a lot of books about like, like at some point the NBA players had second jobs. <laughs> yeah, like, and I I feel like the. I wish there were more guys who knew the history of. Kind of the NBA and how the NBA kind of came about and all the sacrifices that had to be made to get to this point. Uh, you know, look, even I mean. There wasn't all these fancy all-season training programs and all the rest of this stuff. 
you know, I mean, hell, what's the famous story? Larry Bird wasn't doing the offseason training. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the players now coming up, they haven't, when was the last, like, they haven't seen a lockout. What was the last lockout? Was it the, uh, it was the year Blake, it was Blake Griffin's rookie year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that, like 2012? Had to be. Yeah, because the Heat won the championship. and Yeah, we're going to talk about that. But that's, hey, I, I wonder, and I get what Draymond is saying, but I also, also understand where, where Lisa is going, is going, because I mean, the women have started from like a, a back piece. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you see like, when I see them over like Ben Simmons and I go, man, they are, there's women on the WNBA side of the house who should be making, you know, at least 20% of what you're making right now. <laughs> they bust their ass and all of these you know and then you have done absolutely nothing you know to earn there, there's no one in the WNBA making 20% of what no Ben Simmons makes no and he's uh, Ben Simmons you know I posted the uh, the other day that I felt like uh I felt like the NBA needs David Stern like leader more than ever now because I feel like, and this is, I just might be in the minority here. I feel like David Stern would handle this situation with, with Ben Simmons and the situation with, uh, the situation with, uh, John Morant, John Morant completely differently. And I think he would handle it in a, Hate saying it kind of the right way because I. So job basically lied to to the commission, right? Yeah, he he put on a, a show. He lied to the commission. He lied to Jalen Rose because Jalen Rose said he interviewed him the same day that he talked to uh, the commissioner. Is yeah, this, I don't really... huh? I was gonna say I don't really care what Jalen Rose says. I, I don't care either, but I know that I just know that he pointed out the fact that he interviewed him at the same time, and they they had that Jalen Rose really really did give him softball questions, uh, yeah. throughout that entire interview. That you know, it's basically like two plus two is four, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like you're sorry, right? But. Adam Silver put himself in a situation where like players wanted to speak out about social issues and players wanted to be in charge of like their contract he he made it a player friendly league to be fair players have always spoke out about social issues going back to to Kareem you know like that's that's always been a thing yeah no but he he uh he encouraged it almost like he was okay with the guys doing it It wasn't like uh like oh you shush you don't do that yeah like, he, he didn't he, he didn't do him like he did uh uh god damn it what the hell is his name he's from he's from Gulfport, mississippi i can't i can't think about it the basketball the 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 first person to really kind of not stand for the flag in a professional sporting event. Stand? Yeah. Uh, um. Hey man, he's from golf Party. He's yours. He's the original. I'll I'll get it. I'll get his name in a second. I, I'm drawing <laughs> a blank. It's late. I'm sorry. He's the he's Steph Curry before Steph Curry. Uh, oh, um, he used to be. He used to be Chris Josh. It's, it's like uh, I see his face. Uh, 
was it Abdul Rahif? Uh, uh, Abdul, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there was three names or something. Yeah, uh, but I but, think that the players have more. They've earned. They've earned like. The people who've earned this power has been like your LeBrons, your Stephs. You know what I'm saying? They've earned the power to wield this because they've grown the game in substantial ways. But on the dark side, you have these Simmons and you have these, the Ja Moran situation and Kyrie. Yeah. And it's just kind of like. He's just kind of. Adam Silver's just like putting his hands up. Like. And these, these, these small market teams who can't. Like, if a player decides that they want to leave, there's nothing. Like, the Supermax, the Supermax clearly didn't work. Yeah. The Supermax didn't work. That was the whole thing. Yeah. It's almost like, like a team like New Orleans, like, would they have to bend over for Zion? Yeah, that's what you see. That's what you're seeing them do. <laughs> That's what you're seeing them do. You're seeing them basically. Hey, I. I don't want him to get angry at any point in time, and so I'm just, yeah. I'm just craving to this child. <laughs> it's it's an abusive relationship. And then all he's gonna do is, in a few years, he's gonna say, "I want to be a Nick." Yeah. That's all he's gonna say. Donovan Mitchell was golfing with the one of the Knicks guys today. I mean, they all run in the same circle. They all start playing with each other in AAU. Yeah. Man, this has been a rough Anthony Davis game, huh? I'm at I'm at 34 seconds. Yeah, one of the same thing. Lakers 99. Denver 103. Now, this seems like a, a Lakers loss now. So, I know we kind of just, like, talked about Silver with the John Morant, but let, let's actually talk about the John Morant. Okay, let's let's get into it. Okay, so let's... Because there's, there's multiple groups at fault here. You pick a group, and then I'll pick a group, and we'll just work our way down the list. So, you pick the first group. Um, Memphis. Lay it out. It's just kind of just what we were just talking about. About you know, you got a star player in the small market, and you're yeah, just trying I mean, to it, please. It's it it it's it's almost like a little pyramid scheme. It's like <laughs> Memphis is gonna allow John Morant, who is a he's a generational talent I would say like the I think he should have made one of the all NBA teams this year well I you see gotta why. play I mean you, you gotta got, you, get, you gotta play and he he was hurt some points and then his stupidity cost him some other games and that lost him I think it was 39 million in incentives yeah but but that's such a small market franchise where they allow like other players on his team a la Dylan Brooks to just kind of act a little crazy and those guys will get reprimanded because they're replaceable yes John Morant for Memphis they want him there for 12 years with how young he is so that they're not going to drop a hammer. He got suspended and was supposed to go to rehab last year. And I think, I think I overslept and he was out of rehab. <laughs> like that was, it was nothing. And that was showing a gun, like the Denver thing. I, 
I don't know how like nothing came of showing a gun at a strip club. I mean, to be fair, they, they like they said they did the investigation, and like I didn't go to college, so all right, whatever. But then he did the sit down with Adam Silver. And like Adam Silver said, like he was like regretful. He understands and all that. And I think it was, what is this? Like two months, two and a half months later, does the same thing. And like, I, I can let you pick your, your, your poison of who's at blame. Let's see, who do I want to blame more? Do I want to blame the parents or the friends next? You know, let's go parents. Because, you know, you're talking about other incidents. Remember, two of those incidents came because, allegedly, Ja's mama called Ja, you know what I'm saying? And that's how he had the thing where he beat up the girl. I mean, not the girl, but they were messing with his little sister, and the mom called. Yeah, the 17-year-old. Mom, your son is making NBA money now. You don't call him to handle that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you call his security. You call you call Bobo. You know what I'm saying? You call nine one one if you really care. Like, don't. And the other thing is conflict, jaw. You know. Let's talk about pops. His pops is not his pops anymore. No, he's, he's fanboy. He is. I mean, what is what is his dad going to tell him right now that is going to resonate with him? Because his dad is just for the ride. <laughs> his dad is just it, for the ride. He's, That's he's, what it seems like. He's, you know, he's a homie. Yeah, like... Looking bad. Maybe they don't have longevity in their, like, in their plan. They gonna have broken their plans because he don't mess with stop messing around. No, no. I mean, if if they did it the right way, like, hey, we just got paid. We can like, you have to have a lot of planning to be like, we're fine. But I mean, he's he's not contributing to like the model that Jaws supposed to be at. He, I, and I imagine it's probably, it, you know, their relationship is split because, you know, Jaws is now the provider of everything and, you know, but holy shit, man, like you, you gotta be able to look your son in the face and go, look, man, you gotta stop fucking up. Even if it costs you the the comforts of your relationship, you gotta look. You know what I'm saying? Even if that means you gotta go back to, you gotta go back to work like a regular person. You know, <laughs> you need to be able to look your son in the eye and go, "Hey, man, you, I didn't raise you like this. Like, you can't tell me all this stuff about all oh, oh, they raised him right and all the rest of this stuff, and then." What I'm seeing is not what I'm being told. Yeah, are you, you're gonna tell me that uh, new rap and uh, was it NBA Young, like they have more of an influence on him than his parents? No, that, like that's not a thing. You, like either that is who you are. Or you're portraying a false image, which all signs are leading towards you're kind of clout chasing. I know. <laughs> you are. I'm trying to be nice, but. I think another thing that bugs me is like, uh... can we talk about the JJ Reddick thing? Yes, Where... I would love to talk about J.J. Reddick right now. 
So, <laughs> so I understand what he was saying on first take, but I also think JJ's not looking at the. He's looking at it from a macro level, and there's a micro level to look at this whole situation. It's and it's almost like a defense level. Yeah. Look, in this situation, I only want to talk about John Morant. I don't want to deflect towards Greg Abbott and. Look, we can have a whole conversation about Greg Abbott, and trust me, I have plenty of opinions about that. Yeah, that, but, that's a great political talking point. But right now, we're talking about a young man, and in this case, a young black man who is in Memphis, where we've seen a lot of people, you know, born and raised from, in Memphis. Yeah, I mean, there's... <laughs> There's a lot of songs, there's a lot of history, and there's a lot of deaths with famous people. In Memphis. In, inside the city. Yeah. The last thing we want is somebody to roll up on this kid and kind of go, oh, we know he got a gun on him. And, you know, and then something terrible happens. Or someone trying to make a name of themselves, like, Oh, Ja thinks he's street. I'll show him street. Oh, the classic, uh, we stole his chain? Yeah. Yeah, like like people know, like, oh, he he's just playing gangster. I'll show him. And then it goes bad. And the other thing is, man, like, Ja, you're, you're like, people generally like you, and I think part of the reason why people are so, uh, there's been an immediate, like, reaction to this is because we don't want to see him become one of those like, man. Ja had all this money and all this all this opportunity, and he fucked it up. You know, we've seen this. We've seen this too many times. We've seen this too many times with too many guys where you 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 got chosen to be the one to make it out. You know, of whatever situation your family was in, to elevate your family to a way. Kids, kids, kids can have money, and you fucked it over so stupid. Now, there's one thing if if Ja was if one thing if Ja's Ja's at the gun range. Hell, if Ja was in his house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wouldn't give a shit. But the fact that you out here with that on you, you know, because guess who else could see that? Anybody that might be wanting to rob your ass. Yeah, I mean, there there was pushback, but one of the best examples of like not changing up was Allen Iverson, with where he came from, with with his lifestyle, but he didn't he he didn't change anything. But he didn't like oversell. Like he wasn't putting on. Like he wasn't fronting for anyone, you know. Yeah. I completely agree. And that was a totally from from all reports. That's a totally different lifestyle than what Jaw came up in. I think that also doesn't help either is because people keep telling them you're not from that life you're not from that life so what is the young person going to do he's going to try to prove that he belongs you know what I'm saying yeah you're not that guy pal well I am that guy so we talked about Memphis we talked about his parents I'm done giving the friend group as the escape goat. I think I think they I think some of them are to blame as well. No, some are. Now granted, homie homie that was wild streaming, as soon as he saw a job with the fucking gun, he he tried to he tried to get that camera out of the picture immediately. He, he did, but But did, I also feel like he uh, probably shouldn't be gonna, live streaming this either. Same yeah, same. Like 
did you guys being parked on the side of the street need to be on camera? No. Some some of the best moments with my friends have happened in, in like private situations. Like, not everything needs to just be for the public. No, man, you gotta, everything gotta be for the public. I, look, I just hope he, I hope he figures out whatever, whatever the hell he's trying to figure out. Uh, I, you know, guy has all the talent in the world. He is all world talent, but. But from what you can tell from Adam Silver, what is the punishment coming down? Quarter, I'm, quarter, I'm thinking it's quarter half, year, half, half year? Half a season. I think half a season. Half a season? Because the that. issue is, so the issue is twofold, is Adam Silver gave him eight games and gave him the opportunity to come back for the playoffs, which he could have just said, hey, man, you out for the rest of the year. Um, yeah. But now he's embarrassed the NBA on a... The NBA is in public for all the wrong reasons right now. So instead of us talking about the MVP and talking about the playoffs, it is John Moran, John Moran, John Moran. And like they just got beat and, and like they're handling the Dylan Brooks thing, like Memphis might have went from like the feel good story to like We kinda hate you guys. Yeah, like, oh, what could have been. <laughs> what could have been. What else you got to talk about, bro? Oh. Let's. Okay, let's move over to sports media. Okay, no, 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 let's go back to basketball. To, How do you feel about the draft lottery? So to the draft lottery? I, I feel some kind of way about the draft lottery. You know, I was thinking about it because I was like, man, the NBA does a really bad job of of let's say hyping up their young talent in a way that the NBA that the NFL does a really good job of hyping up draft talent like if you were not paying attention to anything else if you were paying attention to just ESPN and Fox Sports and you didn't have a mind you know what I'm saying you would swear that Wimby was the only good player in that draft yeah I mean as soon as the college football national championship is over there is so much reporting on prospects for NFL draft. I like this guy. I like this guy. I like this guy. This guy. This guy does this. This, yeah. this guy does this. This guy's under the radar. This guy is a sleeping giant. <laughs> this guy's overrated. Like it's it's twenty four seven of like draft, like like mock drafts and, and but with the MB because I think because it's a lottery, it's like. What's the number one prize, and why do you want to win the lottery? Yeah, I just, I just kind of feel like, and then you got Wolves talking about like, oh, this is the, this is the most. He basically said this is the greatest, the greatest prospect ever. And I was like, which, I remember when LeBron was coming out. Yo, I I lived in Ohio when this dude was grad like motherfuckers had St. Vincent High School's <laughs> jer- basketball jerseys, man. A high school jersey, like Billboard. It was ridiculous. The amount of hope like one state put in a person. We're gonna be like, hey, this tall dude from France. Is the same. It's not the same. 
sorry. But I, I mean, think the, I, I think the I think the way the NBA is playing right now, they kind of see like a like a Kevin Durant. Like it's like, hey, this guy's a unicorn, but that doesn't mean he's generational. Yeah, that's that's kind of the weird thing. It's it's uh. Cause I was like, man, I could have swore we had the same conversation when Zion came out. Oh, and I could have swore we had the same conversation when, when, when Zoe and all them were coming out. When you know, when the ball boys come, like it's it's kind of yeah. like we, when when Anthony Davis was coming out. Yeah. But... Yeah, there's a lot of. It, it was kind of like okay, relax, relax, you guys. But I mean, if you're gonna put all your... the great thing about LeBron's draft class, that wasn't a all eggs in one basket. It's like who who's gonna be the... even even though everyone knew there was like hey like Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony and Chris Bosh are in this draft. Like they emphasize those guys too. So even though listen, everyone you listen every, first overall picks, and you know, I just want you to think like Dwight coming out of high school, that was a big yeah, deal. yeah, sure. D Rose coming out, yeah. Blake Griffin coming out was a big thing for college. I remember, for, I remember college, he was a big, like, you know. Oh, Oklahoma basketball? Yeah. They didn't oh, yeah. know what to do. John Wall, Kyrie, Davis, Wiggins. We'll skip we'll skip Anthony Bennett. Um, oh, I knew it. I kn- <laughs> but God even Carl Anthony Towns was one that they 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 thought was gonna be a big one. Ben oh, Simmons yeah. was another one that you know what I'm saying had a lot of hype. But Zion was one that Zion was talked about so much that when Zion blew his fucking shoe out, it dropped the Nike stock price. <laughs> but like, what what's Nike supposed to do? Like, hey, sorry, my my string couldn't hold a three hundred pound like cut. Yeah. <laughs> Denver did win. They're up 2-0, going back to LA. Lakers are undefeated at home this postseason. So, so what's next? You want to talk about some uh, some media stuff? You know what media story I want to talk about is well let you want to take a quick break real quick pat mcafee going to espn and in the era where everybody is going he's kind of zigging where everybody's zagging because in the era where everybody's going running towards the the gambling houses he yeah. kind of said i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with espn I thought that was an interesting decision. Yeah. Now, I also feel like the timing of this couldn't be worse. Considering ESPN just fired a bunch of people. And then they're bringing him on for $10 million, you know, a year. A yeah. But do you really think that they're going to allow him to be the future of media? So, you know that this is a a near and dear story to me. I started watching the McAfee show like towards the end of my 
my, my relationship and it was kind of a crutch to like get away from everything mm-hmm. I love the way they run their show and just the the way they've grown since since I've started watching them in like the last like almost like three and a half years they are almost like the standard of because it's a different type of sports coverage it's it's not debate it's it's just facts opinions and really like uh like support they really don't talk down on athletes they do cover negative topics and everything the the fact that McAfee he negotiates his own deals my hope is that sports media is changing towards him not that he's going to change to what it is and like like I'm okay with him like and him him and the crew like hey let's let's not drop as many f bombs and go on as many like little toxic Ten tangents kind of thing yeah but he has amazing guests on he's like super positive and he's already doing a lot with 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 ESPN when with game day and I think, he, I think it was very smart for him to get into the game the game day house and kind of figure yeah, out what I mean, ESPN is it was kind of like, like, like dipping your toe in the water before you cannonball. Mm-hmm. And I, I would think everyone who loves sports and wants to talk about it, like ESPN, is still the goal. It's still the standard, you know. It's it's like still the mecca. Yeah, it, I mean, it still is. And like, he he just had a little girl. Yeah, get them benefits to be out. Yeah, and like a lot of his boys just had some kids. Like having some ESPN help with production and production and lighting and like just like the small stuff that like just these random like just dudes were like trying to figure out. Yeah. And it, like, so he's gonna be on ESPN, ESPN Plus, but the fact that he's still gonna be on YouTube. So that begs the question: What is, especially with the news that we got today? This is another sports media thing that ESPN is getting ready to launch their direct-to-consumer uh, products where you won't need a cable package to have ESPN anymore. Uh, once that launches, like, I wonder what... I wonder if that's part of the reason why they bought McAfee in, you know, was kind of like, this will help us with that transition period. Yeah, I mean, DirecTV and, like, the satellite and all that, like, that's almost dead. And if there's a lot more digital, like TV networks and stuff, that makes it more competitive. Like, if I can find something cheaper than Hulu, where I can get some live sports and everything, like, adios. Like, <laughs> that's just what it is now. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to look up. Uh... I don't know what YouTube TV is right now, but. I know they provide everything. 
and like Amazon's taking over Thursday Night Football. So this was uh, what, what year was this? This was this was a few years ago. And it says uh, ESPN is charging a cable company seven point two one dollars per subscriber, mm-hmm. and then ESPN two is like ninety cent. Uh, so okay, but ESPN was like the majority like breakdown yeah of like a cable subscription yeah it's yeah it's it's kind of like it'll be interesting like it to see what happens Just like it make it, it makes sense unless you're like like a little old lady who just wanted to like just watch like lifetime and stuff you're like well i'm paying for all these these other outlets that's gonna be a fascinating thing. I think we're we're all going towards a a new a new era. I mean, some of us are already there. Some of us already cut the cord. I mean, but for those of us who still kept a cable system together for sports and news related purposes, it's gonna be very interesting to see how the next the next three or four years go. If especially like once ESPN leaves the cable system, what's gonna happen to cable? Yeah. I mean, then it would be like CNN and Fox and all. Like, it would have to be like subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like it's possible that YouTube TV like becomes the new Direct TV. Gone are the days where you see like a a twelve foot satellite on like some dude's trailer. <laughs> ah, they were fun days. Though. <laughs> long, long live the long live Directv Red Zone channel. Yeah. So, is there anything else you want to talk about tonight? Because I like this. I like this quick. Like, how long are we doing this? Like we do this for like an hour. Like I like these. We could do like these forty-five minute things every night. Yeah, I'm do, I'm do, I'm good with rapid fire. I like it. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll pick up tomorrow. Cause uh, how about this? Tomorrow we could talk about, of course, the Eastern Finals game two, which will be on while we're recording. But I also want to talk to you about particularly the XFL, and it seems like the XFL's plan for a draft next month. They announced the draft. Really? And I thought it was pretty cool how, what, they, what they're basically going to do. Um, but this will suffice for the day, you know. Yeah, we can do it a little, little quickie tomorrow. Yeah, I like it. Sometimes you don't need it. You know, sometimes we need a simple, just... A, 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 a Waffle House type menu. That's what we need. <laughs> we need an all-star breakfast. Yeah, we we don't need the, the Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory is nice. <laughs> Sometimes it just gets a little much. So, but congratulations to Pat McAfee. You know. Oh yeah. Congratulations to the Nuggets. Congratulations to the Spurs. Oh, quick quick about the Spurs. Go ahead. What is... Does this bring new life to pop? Is it still on like a timetable? What do you think? I think Pop intends to die as a coach. As a coach of the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. I just think, especially after his after his wife passed, man, like I, I don't think he wants to go home. It's just mm-hmm. how I feel. Uh, you know, he clearly he clearly is just out there coaching because he loves coaching. He loves he loves what he does. Um, and I like that every time that they put a camera in front of his face, he you know, 
he doesn't waste a moment. Yeah, I mean, whether it's like bashing the media or like talking about something he believes in. Which Steve Kerr tries to do, but it's just not the same. But through all things, we'll we'll sit back and watch how how everything falls into place. So, go ahead. I was just say like. That would be a great debate. What? If if you if you include in talent and success and likability and like everything, like who would you rather have holding the clipboard, Spolstra or Kerr? Not talk about Curry. Clay or like, who would you rather have holding the clipboard at the end of the day? That's a good thing to think about for the next one. Yeah, it is. That's pretty good. That's pretty good idea. So, like, I keep, I just went back and forth in my head. All right, bro. It was a good talk. Are you hanging up on me? All right. Fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, this is a good talk. Uh, all right. Well, for Joey and for the absentee Mr. Keys and Gary as well, we'll see you next time. Peace.